Good morning, this is Bryce Peterson, and you're listening to Actually You Can, Episode 71, The Stature of Our Systems. It's snowing right now, ever so lightly. Poofy, fluffy flakes gently descending. It's a lot more quiet when it snows. Have you ever noticed that, or at least it seems to be? I wonder if the snow kind of muffles the sound a bit that you normally hear. It absorbs some of the sound waves. Kind of puts you in a reflective mood, watching it fall, rest on the ground. Do you think there's people in the world that have never even heard of snow? Are there really warm parts of the planet where they don't really have communication with the outside world and their climate is such that they've never experienced snow and they've never even heard of snow or seen a picture of snow i wonder i bet there are some some places where they've never even heard of it or thought of it when i was out on my run this morning i noticed that and was surprised by the fact that even trees without leaves had blocked enough snow from making it to the street, that there were just barren spots on the ground that didn't have any snow. And it kind of surprised me that trees without any leaves could have that impact, because there's still so much open space in the tree that I would think that the snowflakes just would pass through that open space and still pretty much find their way to the ground. But in effect, that is not the case. And... Of course, depending on the size of the tree, that makes even a larger spot on the ground where the snow was limited from coming in contact with the street. This just got me thinking about our awareness of our own thoughts and how the more self-aware we are, the less impacted we are by, I'll just say, negative thoughts swirling around and taking over, taking root having their impact on our lives, settling on the ground of our experience. The less awareness we have, the more of those thoughts just come swooping in and settling down and doing their thing. But if we can nurture that tree of self-awareness for ourselves, it will, on its own, just its presence, be able to filter out many of the thoughts that might potentially take over. It at least puts us in a position to be able to navigate things better. So that was kind of a, a fascinating thing to reflect on as I was out jogging this morning. Extra slow, trying to make sure I don't slip and fall. I'm sure it'll get cold enough at some point where I will need to just go ahead and walk carefully rather than jog carefully. I'm just going to keep pressing on because the daily jog really helps my mood more than anything. And it gives me a time to reflect on things, take stock of my life, of my thoughts, of the path forward with various things, big dreams, all the good stuff. I have really, really enjoyed these last two weeks. I took the last two weeks off work and it's been really nice for the work part of my brain to just sort of take a rest, settle down and realize that I am someone other than an employee of a company. At some point in all of our lives, we are going to come to a juncture in our life where our relationship 
with the corporate world, regardless of who you've worked for, your relationship with that world ends where we are no longer going to be employees, either because we die or because we retire or what have you. At some point, that relationship ends. Who are you when that happens? It's an interesting thing to think about. Who are you when your kids are old enough to where they move out and go on to the next phase of their existence? What are you left with? Who are you? Who are you as you people in your life are no longer in the picture or their role in your life changes drastically? Who are you now? Are we defined by the roles that other people, other organizations play in our life? Or are we something much more? Are we much more than that? The answer is going to be maybe a little different for each of us. I think it would be. As we're moving into a new year, which I always enjoy doing, I think most of us do, we might have some goals for ourselves. But today's episode is focused on the stature of our systems. James Clear, the author of Atomic Habits, which you must read, in my opinion, get your hands on a copy of Atomic Habits. I'll have a link to it in my show notes, but you can find it on Amazon very easily, pretty much anywhere you can get a book, they'll have it. James Clear says, we do not rise to the level of our goals. Oh no. We sink to the stature of our systems. I'm going to say that again. I know this to be a fact. According to James Clear, we do not rise to the level of our goals. We sink to the stature of our systems. What does he mean by that? A goal is useful, yes, but far more important than the goal itself is our patterns of thinking and behavior, the steps along the way, the system that we have built that is actually going to produce the results. Without a system, the goal is completely meaningless. It, it's just a daydream without a system. And I'm thinking of this example off the top of my head. I don't remember the author of this book, but it's called, the book is called The Millionaire Fast Lane. Also a very fascinating book. Uh, I highly recommend that one. I'll have to spend some time talking about that a little bit on a future episode. But The Millionaire Fast Lane is all about systems. And the author uses the example of two brothers being provided with the challenge to build a pyramid. They each have the challenge, and it's kind of a competition to see who comes up, who's able to do it the fastest, and who's able to do it the best. The story goes that the one brother gets right away getting the stones cut and placed in the getting the foundation done and getting that first layer of stones down on the ground. And after a couple of years, the stones are showing up, and you can see that progress is happening. From the outside looking in, it's working, coming along. The other brother, there are no stones laid down. The, the ground hasn't even been dug up at all yet. And they're beginning to be scratching their head like, why is this brother, not? is he not doing anything? Did he back out of the competition? Like, what's going on? They, they do start to see some activity, but none of it really resembles a pyramid. There's some kind of a, a structure being built. What kind of a gizmo is this? What are they doing? A couple of years go by, and the bottom layer of the pyramid that has been making progress is done. And there's still not a single stone laid by the other brother's team. 
there's some kind of a contraption that they've devised, but still no stones. And then they begin to lay their stones. Over the next year, with this contraption, they've been able to lay five levels of stone, and they're screaming along. And the initial pyramid is struggling to get the stones to that next level. And so all those initial years where it appeared nothing useful was really going on, no visible progress was actually being made, really the, the ingenuity and the groundwork and the system was being established that would far outperform the other approach. The other approach had a system. But again, as James Clear said, we sink to the stature of our systems. We are completely limited by the system that we have in place for any area of our lives. Because the system includes the mechanisms and patterns of behavior and actions. It establishes the way we navigate the challenge. And if we do not have a defined system, the outcome and the results are going to match the ability and capability of our system. This kind of aligns with the idea that the late Stephen R. Covey asserted in his book, The Eighth Habit. He stated that every organization and individual is perfectly aligned to produce the results that they do. He's speaking to the concept of the system that you have in place. Your car performs precisely in alignment with its system of parts and the way in which it is maintained. Your house can hold up against the weather according to how well it is built, the materials that were used, all that. It's, in effect, a system. So what are the systems for each of us? It might be hard to identify that. Really what James Clear points out is that our systems are our habits. We only amount to the level of the things that we do repeatedly. And far too many of us fall into the kinds of habits that we aren't even aware of. We've developed the habits so long ago, and we've been doing this for so long, and they were all driven by the agenda of our lower brain, which is to be efficient, avoid pain, and seek pleasure. Most of our habits come from this. Most everything we do in life is driven by this if we allow ourselves to go into default mode. That's how I gained 45 pounds in two years during the COVID shutdown. It was all quite overwhelming for all of us. I'm not judging myself or anybody else for any magic carpet ride you may have been on during that time. I know I was on one to my inevitable destruction, my lower brain was taking over. In order to try to distract myself from the strangeness of the COVID situation, I ate whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted, as often as I could. I never did any kind of exercise. I had a lot of fun. Let's be honest. I had a great time with all of that. But that was my system, and I didn't even know it was a system. It was my pattern of behavior, and it carries with it a certain outcome. My system. I had a system in place for gaining weight fast and descending further and further out of being any level of fitness. That was my system. What results are your systems producing? Self-awareness. 
we are not at the mercy of the outside world entirely. We do live in the world and our experience is our perspective of this world. But when we change our systems, we change our experience. We change our results. We show up differently in the world. So like I said, get your hands on a copy of Atomic Habits and read that. James Clear goes into detail explaining how to build better habits. Kind of my takeaway and what I did to to change my wellness approach, my physical wellness, was I had to just go ahead and pick the time of day that I was going to start exercising. Most of how I lost the weight isn't related to the exercise. It was related to eating more mindfully, as I've explained in my podcast episode titled 40 Over 40. I go into detail about that. But I have a system. I changed my system. I stuck with it. Now it's been, and my system has changed somewhat over the years, but I have stuck with having a system and refining my system over the last nearly two years now, and I've essentially dismissed every single pound I gained during COVID. My lifestyle is different. I'm more fit now than I've actually ever been in my entire life because I changed my system. We can change our system with anything. We can change it with finances. We can change it with our relationships. We can change it with our personal health. We can change it with how we educate ourselves. But I know for a fact that our goals are meaningless in the absence of a system that can produce the results. We do not rise to the level of our goals. We sink to the stature of our systems. By the end of January, I will have a beta coaching program in place where I'm going to be ready to start working with people because I'm brand new in the coaching space. I haven't officially coached anyone before. I'm looking for 10 people and I really am looking to work with dads. I'm not trying to be uh, dismissive of, of anybody else, but I've just made the decision that I'm going to personally coach dads. My focus is Latter-day Saint dads. You don't have to be what some might call super active LDS, but that's just that's just the culture that I am familiar with. Wherever you fit on that spectrum, <laughs> whether you consider yourself super active or yeah, I kind of know about it, whatever. I'm just looking for some opportunities to work through my coaching program, the beta version of it which will be done by the end of January. And I want 10 people to work through this. It'll be completely pro bono. I'm just looking for some feedback and some experience with it. And I really think that you'll be able to walk away with some useful things. And essentially what the program is intended to do is to get us aware of our lower brain, become aware of how that is operating in our life and how to navigate out of that. I would say that they, I call them the ABCs of the lower brain, the activities that we kind of get stuck in. A is apathy, B is boredom, and C, criticism. Those are the ABCs of the lower brain, the activities that manifest from it. And I'm gonna, the program is designed to get us out of apathy and into action, out of boredom and into defining our beliefs out of criticism and into connection. And so if that sounds useful to you, please reach out to me, email me, 
Bryce at BrycePeterson.com. And we will go through this program together. It's going to be consist of a conversation with me, a video call with me every single week for those six weeks. There will be some tasks for you to work through and reflect on during those weeks. And that's essentially what it boils down to. So like I said, by the end of January, I will have this beta version of the program put together and we'll be able to start working with people. So it would be a huge favor for me and help me out a ton if you would be able to volunteer your time to be able to work through this. The way I intend for this to work is it might require 20 minutes of your time each day for six weeks. That's not too much. It would be a huge help for me and I think it'll be a very educational experience for you as well so please hit me up if you already have my phone number you can do that too just text me call me or email me bryce at brycepeterson.com and if you haven't taken a look at it yet my website brycepeterson.com is a work in progress but i want that to be a free resource just like this podcast but a free resource that's very hyper specific on the topics of causal coaching and the thinking patterns of the lower brain, how to emerge from that. Lots of great stuff on there. It's it's coming along little by little. Ultimately, the coaching program will be domiciled there as well. So I'm really excited for what's coming. I'm working on my own systems, as you can see, systems to make progress. So looking forward to hearing from you. Looking forward to a great year. I'm super pumped. And that's it for now.